brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Happy New Year. As we turn the calendar to 2023, we want to thank you, our loyal Wager Talk Sports Memo and Gold Chief family. Thank you not only for your business, but for your feedback, suggestions, and criticisms as it has helped us grow to become the number one sports betting information company and leader of the sports betting videos and content with Wager Talk TV now having over 110,000 subscribers. To welcome in 2023 and to thank all of you for your support, we want to give you 23% more on any all sports, all access pass of 30 days and longer. Buy a 30-day all-sports all-access pass and get seven days free at a $99 value. Buy a 90-day and get 22 free days. Buy a full year and get 84 free days, which basically takes you through March Madness of 2024. No coupon is needed and the added free days will automatically appear. Just head to your favorite handicappers page and you will find these specials loaded. This special offer is only available until midnight on January 9th, the night of the College Football National Championship. For myself and everyone at the Wager Talk Media family, Happy New Year. Hey guys, it is Thursday, January 5th. You're watching Wager Talk TV, and this is Puck Time. We are happy to be here giving out some winners, hopefully, today on the show. We've got four great games to break down. Couple different types of games to go over as well as some different situations, some Western Conference games, Eastern Conference games, um, best bets at the end of the show. And of course, it is Thursday. So that means we have Brian Leonard joining us. And Brian, he'll tell us more about it, but he's on a great, great run, I believe, number one in NHL last 30 days and last seven days. You can correct me if I'm wrong about that one. But uh, other than that, I mean, I think all of us are doing pretty well right now. The three of us here on the show, Carmel, go to you, man. How was your night last night? Yeah, no, um, a two and three night. I hit a couple of props, uh, some of those games yesterday. I, I was um, some of the officiating, and we're going to get to because you went to watch the juniors. We're going to talk about the officiating because we were talking about it beforehand. But uh, some of the officiating, especially in that Dallas game, uh, 
um, last night against uh, Anaheim. Uh, some quick whistles with the goalie when the puck was clear, and uh, the guys on on Dallas were pretty upset about it. Uh, if you had two nothing Anaheim on your bingo card, congratulations because you hit a big one uh, in, in that one. And then the uh, the Minnesota game stayed under the total of six and a half, which I thought the total was was high. It uh, it still finished five one. Um, a late goalie change in that one is supposed to be Vasilevsky. He was named to start and then became ill uh, prior to the game, and they came right back with Elliott. Uh, he wasn't as uh, as sharp playing back to back nights, Chicago and Minnesota. But uh, um, huge card today. Uh, I've picked four tough ones for us to uh, look at. If you guys are watching, we are going to do Nashville, Carolina. New York Islanders, Edmonton, Pittsburgh, Vegas. Of course, got to have Vegas because Brian is on the show today. And then Boston and the LA Kings to end the night. We have four really good games uh, on the card to discuss, and and uh, but a uh, fantastic slate of action in NHL as well too. Brian, how was your night? Night was okay. Um, I took part in that Dallas for a smaller play and. Uh... That didn't work out very well, but uh, big 4% winner on uh, New Jersey. And uh, I, I don't know what press was smoking yesterday saying that uh, New Jersey wasn't as good as Detroit. I, New Jersey, look at the schedule New Jersey played. Nobody's going to win a lot of games with that schedule. This is still a very good team. And uh, don't discount New Jersey just based on uh, wins and losses. They're, they've been very good over the last month. That's the thing, Brian. Like, I certainly believe that uh, even some of the losses they had recently during slump still been playing pretty good hockey. You know, like sometimes you go on a big slump after a, a huge winning streak, and you can tell maybe they weren't playing their best hockey. But the Devils were just losing hockey games. They weren't, you know, getting outplayed. I think a lot. They weren't, you know, getting blown out in many of their games. They were just, you know, starting to fall on the the short end of the stick, and that happens. I still think they are a great team. Um, <clears throat> I was able to capitalize in that game as well, but I decided to just stick with a player prop. I had Jack Hughes over on his shots on goal. Um, he's now gone over in eight of his last nine games. So um, I thought, just like yourself, the Devils would have a good game, uh, which means I thought their best player would play very well. So I just stuck with a player prop there and cashed in there. And uh, I also had the Minnesota Wild on the money line. So that team continues to play very well. And uh, I was happy to have a, a bounce back night for my clients last night. But uh as we always say, guys, today is a new day, and uh, let's try and find some winners for the live viewers and the viewers that uh, will watch things after the show is recorded. So let's jump into our first game and, here with Nashville. Andrew, hold on. And, before you jump in, I, and I'm sorry, I, I'm going to derail it for a second. You got to mention yeah. the the you went to the World Cup. You drove a couple hours um, after getting tickets to the semifinal uh, of the World Junior Championships. Uh, Canada and the USA, because obviously everyone tuning into the show is Canadian and American. Ninety-five uh, percent. Uh, we have a lot of our European friends watching the show as well, too. But man, what a game for you to go and watch! The, the our producer says the uh, the the officiating the game was a little suspect. Two <laughs> two goals by the U.S. disallowed. I agree with the second one being disallowed because you're not allowed to touch a goalie's pads uh, in a pitchfork type of uh, way, regardless of whether the puck is cleared or not. But players are taught to play to the whistle. So that's what they were doing. But they still disallowed the goal, which that one I understand. The first one, 
I don't think should have been disallowed. Uh, what were your thoughts on that game? I mean, Carmen, first of all, I, I know I'm already known as the, the kid at Wager Talk and the youngest one, but man, I felt like a kid again yesterday. You know, like just I haven't had that excitement uh, in my belly to go to a game in a long time. Um, I literally drove. So I was I lived two hours away from the city. I had a friend waiting in the box office line for three hours because the resellers are asking for ridiculous prices. But I heard rumors that the box office was releasing like a couple hundred tickets. So I was ready online at home. My friend was waiting in the box office line. And uh, apparently I got the third last ticket that they released. And they were actually pretty good seats. It was like only a couple rows up in the upper bowl. And the atmosphere was awesome. It was some of the best hockey I've ever seen. I mean, very minimal offsides, very minimal whistles at all. Not too many penalties, lots of chances, goaltenders being tested nonstop. Really, I think the difference in that game was that Canada realized after their, their, they, they allowed a few goals was that they might not be able to trade skillful plays with USA. They can't carry the puck in. They realized how big their forwards are. that They have to start laying the body and hitting Carm. And when they started hitting and uh, laying the body a little bit more is when the game kind of changed. So um, it was just a really good atmosphere to be a part of. And, and uh, just for, for Canada now, they get to play Czech, Czechia, who was the team that, that beat them and uh, the round robin. So, uh, it was really exciting, Carm. Uh, I don't know if you can tell right now, but I kind of lost my voice last night from cheering and just having lots of fun. But uh, it was a great time, and uh, hopefully tonight will be just as fun. Yeah, I'm sure alcohol had nothing to do with you losing your voice, but uh, as long as you had a good time, uh, it really is all that matters. Uh, uh, and well, I, uh, we, we've got the bronze medal game and the gold uh, medal game going uh, today, so... Uh, some some hockey action uh, midday before uh, the nighttime action, which we're going to get to right now, uh, kicks off. Hey, when you miss the pregame, you got to catch up somehow, you know. So I had to double. That's how it works. All right, guys, we have Carolina minus two thirty-five. Nashville's plus one ninety. Uh, Total is at six in this game, and obviously, we've been talking a lot recently about Carolina's success um, and just how they win hockey games. You know whether it's by, you know, scoring goals in bunches, whether it's by just locking teams down and playing good defensively. Um, But they are off a loss after that big winning streak. And the reason why I talked earlier in the show about some situations, well, some people, they don't really want to be touching a team after they get their winning streak snapped. Maybe you want to go right back on them, though, however, you know, because they are playing a Nashville team that, uh, got honestly, guys, I'm still not high on. I still don't really trust them. Now, the question is, they're off a game against my Montreal Canadiens where they just absolutely dominated from start to finish. But how much confidence does that give you? How does that, how do you transition that into a game against Carolina that is just a far superior team than Montreal? When it comes down to it, the chemistry is certainly improving and Nashville is definitely finding their scoring touch. But the way I look in this game is that Nashville still, to me, is not a team that will light the lamp that many times um, most games, and especially against a team like Carolina. I think you guys know where I'm going with this one. I like the under. I like under six between these two teams. I expect a defensive battle, especially with Carolina, off a loss. Carm, what about you here? Yeah, Andrew, I I can't disagree with you. You know, someone tweeted out to me, uh, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, which I replied, which was, um, something I mentioned on the show a lot, which is uh, uh, when a team has their streak broken, you um, does the system say to come right back and uh, bet against them again to lose again, or 
uh, if they break a losing streak and win a game, do you bet them to win again? It's not a system. It's just something that I, I note, and uh, it's not a hard and fast rule. It's not something you should follow because it's always game and opponent dependent. Um, listen, this Carolina team is playing just fantastic hockey. It took uh, a monumental effort by the uh, the New York Rangers uh, to, to beat them in that game 5-3. to three. There's nothing to say. They didn't make mistakes in that game. They lost the game, but they didn't make mistakes in that game. They played a very good game. They just lost to a team that wanted it more. Um, you got to come back with them, but I just can't lay the price that you lay on them. Uh, and well, I, I would mention maybe taking them in regulation time, but there's no guarantee that they don't win this. It's a game doesn't go to overtime uh, here because this a Nashville team that, um, can play some defense as well, too. The only thing about Nashville that worries me, Andrew, is you look at their wins, uh, and I get it. You can only beat who they put in front of you, but their wins over the last 10 games is nothing impressive. They beat the Canadians 6-3. to three. We've seen the Canadians uh, lose by big score lines over the last little while. They beat the Anaheim Ducks 6-1, to one. again, a Ducks team. They beat Chicago. Um, the only win there is a 4-3 OT win against the Edmonton Oilers, and that was in Nashville. Uh, going into Carolina is a tough venue for any team uh, to do. I just can't take – I can't make a, a, a point for taking Nashville. And I've probably been priced out because I talk about my, my juice tolerance at least. Uh, I've been priced out of Carolina. Um, maybe do a, a, a split liner or take the minus one in regulation thing. But um, I think of all of those options, maybe the under is the best one. Uh, as as you mentioned, so that, that's where I'm going to lean here. Brian, give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I've been on a, a nice run, uh, 15 and four, and one of those losses was Carolina last time out against the Rangers, uh, and they lost, no doubt about it. They lost, but if you take a look at the expected goals, they should have won 3.12 to 2.70. So, as you mentioned, Carmine, they didn't play bad. Uh, it was just a situation where, you know, you flip the luck situation was a little bit better for the Rangers, and, and you said they wanted it more, and it was a big game for them, uh, which makes me think the next time the Rangers play, which I believe is today, that they may overlook the opposition. Um, but uh, it's a situation for me. If you take a look at the last month, we all know how good Carolina's been. I mean, they're clearly one goal advantage over everybody they play, especially here against uh, – Nashville team, when you take a look at expected goals, uh, they should be 1.39 over the last month. Their actual goals, 1.08 over Nashville the last month. So that doesn't tell you anything. We know Carolina's been playing really well. What I always like to look at is so, rush factor is so important in the NHL as it is in, in the NBA as well. Nashville will have played 19 straight games in different buildings by the end of of this uh, streak. They don't play back-to-back -back home games until January 16th, the 15th. I think it's 15th, 16th, 14th, 16th. So this is a team that's done a lot of traveling as of late. And now they're going into Carolina. As you mentioned, they're 0-4-1 the last five times they've been in Carolina. Carolina coming in off of a loss in a game that they played just as well as the Rangers did. Uh, the only way I would look here would be Carolina. And as you mentioned, different ways to get around it. I haven't made a selection on this game yet. But if you're going to play Carolina, uh, many ways to do it. But I want no part of Nashville with all the travel that they've had to do and uh, Carolina coming in off of a loss. 
Great stuff there. Brian Leonard, you can find him and Carmine over at wagertalk.com as well as my picks. Uh, guys were released every single day. You can find all of our stuff there or our profile pages. You can see it listed below our names, wt.buzz and the first uh, uh, letter of our first names and first letter of our last names. You can go right to our page uh, and select stuff. And also, um, three of us don't just handicap uh, hockey. We handicap several different sports. You can grab all kinds of different packages that we create. Um, I'm excited because the Australian Open is coming up in tennis. Many people not know might, might, might not know that I bet tennis, but I always bet these majors. I have my eye on them already, do my research. So uh, keep an eye out for all kinds of stuff like that, guys, over at wagertalk.com. Uh, Brian, here's a game that uh, I'm happy that you're on here for this one. I really want to get your thoughts here between the Islanders and Oilers here in this one. The Oilers have dropped two straight games at home, especially. Um, take a look at this Islanders team. They are, you know, playing, I believe, their third game in the West Coast. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah. But, and, you know, they're they're off a game where they look pretty impressive against Vancouver. I did have them in that one. But prior to that, they weren't as promising um, against Seattle. Take a look at this Edmonton team, though, minus 160. I mean, you have to ask yourself, do they deserve this price after how inconsistent they've been is really the biggest question to me. One thing about them before I throw it to you is you take a look at at um, their power play, right? They're number one in the league in power play percentage. I believe they still are there in that mark. When their power play is not clicking, Brian, this is a different team. This is like an NBA team that relies on the three ball. I mean, when they can't score in the power play, their execution rate is just way different as far as their goals. They average more than three and a half goals per game. When they aren't scoring the power play, it's not looking too good for them. What are your thoughts here in this game? Yeah, this is an interesting game from, from many angles. Um, from a revenge standpoint, it's a revenge game for Edmonton. Remember the last time they played uh, played the Islanders, they put up 49 shots and lost three to nothing. Just a tremendous uh, goalie. Uh, job for the goalie for the Islanders in that game. And, and the Islanders, you take a look at what they've done lately. Um, they've won four of the last five games, and in those five games, they've only allowed nine goals. So they're winning with defense. Edmonton, like I said, Ed, Edmonton's in, in a situation where it's a good revenge spot. In fact, there's four, four revenge spots I look for on today's card, but they all have ex, extenuating circumstances which would keep you off of the games. And one of them is Edmonton playing at home. Uh, they've just been horrendous at home. They lost their last five games at Rogers Place. Uh, there's a lot of pressure. Vegas went through the same thing just like a week or two ago, uh, not being able to win at home. And the players talked about that. And, and it was clear it was in their heads. It's got to be in Edmonton's heads here. There's two things I don't do is I don't bet on Edmonton as a favorite if they're not playing well because they've – They've screwed us so many times. They're, they're just the variance in their games is very high and very low. Uh, if you're looking to play, you know, I know we talk sometimes about picking actual scores in the games and getting a big payoff in Edmonton games. Those are the ones that you want to do that on because their 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 results are so far fetched it's ridiculous. Um, and the other thing is when Toronto plays a bad team, we all know. <laughs> they did it again last time they played Arizona. They lost again. So those are situations you don't want to be in. If you take a look at the expected goals over the last month, the Islanders are plus 0.70, the Oilers 0.39, both pretty good. Uh, the actual goals, though, the Islanders are 1.05 and Edmonton 0.26. So the Islanders have been a little bit luckier than what Edmonton has been here. But there's no way I'm playing Edmonton in this in this price range. It wants 60 against a team who's playing pretty well in the Islanders and they're doing well defensively. 
And uh, I was on uh, the Islanders the other day against Seattle. I believe it was Seattle with you. Uh, I had that one too, and it was a it was a nice game. Or was it Vancouver? Vancouver. Uh, but it was a nice game for the Islanders. Islanders playing too well to get this number uh, in this price range right now. I usually like to play teams that are in a must-win situation at home. But they've been in must-win situations the last five games. I lost them all. So can't trust Edmonton here. Give me the Islanders if I was to play this game at all. Andrews yeah, and it's hard to argue with that price there, um, <laughs> especially when you take a look at the Islanders and their recent form and how they've been playing. Uh, and Edmonton, you know, laying minus one sixty based on these recent results. Um, you think it would be a competitive game? I'll personally be circling back to this game in the best bet segment. So, Carmen, I'll go to you and see what you think here in a game that, uh, like Brian mentioned, a lot of interesting points to be made here. Yeah, and uh, and it's Edmonton's. It, it's troubling their home form because uh, they looked like they, they they had turned the corner. They were playing well, but this is the Edmonton team. It's the Jekyll and Hyde uh, with this team. When they win games, it's a lot of it. A lot of time, it's because their talent up top in that first line produces. They don't get that secondary scoring. Uh, uh, this came very close to being um, the Thursday banana and tailpipe game and taking the Islanders just because of the way the Oilers are playing right now and they're not playing well. As far as I'm concerned, at least they're not playing well at home. And you just—I don't want to lay a buck sixty with the Oilers. Uh, are they the right? Are they? Uh, they're favored for a reason because they are at home and, and they're—they've uh, got a lot of talent uh, up top in that lineup. But uh, that they're top heavy. This is the problem. And then the other thing is, you know, the Islanders haven't been consistent on the road. Uh, if you look at their last ten, I think they only have three or four wins there but again i'm a huge fan of sorokin and goal uh, he's not named to start skinner's named to start and even skinner since he signed that contract uh, he hasn't been completely sharp with this team but it, it's also uh, that defense letting uh, letting them down uh, you know i would love to come on the show or be on the show and and lean back and say uh, i'm passing on this one but uh, i would take the dog if if anything uh i i, I don't want to uh, take an inconsistent Oilers team, lay a buck sixty. They lost five in a row, and uh, and they were at least a dollar sixty or more in each of those games. I have to believe uh, you're losing money with them if you're taking them long term. Uh, I just can't do it. Uh, I'd rather take the plus one thirty five and you know uh, uh, for a unit. And if I lose, I'm losing just a clear unit as opposed to um, a couple units on the Oilers. I, I just do not trust this Oilers team. Right now, and and you're going to see me change my narrative on the Oilers uh, quite a bit throughout the season. Um, as I see that they're getting some secondary scoring, they're a team I'll play. As I see they're playing better defense, uh, I'll jump on them. But right now, as Brian said, they're just not playing consistent hockey right now, and it's just tough to lay a big number with a team like that. I think you could easily go broke long term doing that. Um, don't play good teams when they're playing bad, and they're not a great team. But they are a good team, but they're playing bad right now. And uh, you might want to wait until they turn it around before you jump on that uh, Oilers bandwagon. So the Isles, uh, a small lean for me on the Islanders here. And, and that's why current form is so important for people to take a, a look at. I mean, if you're someone that doesn't follow the NHL every single day, if you don't bet this league every single day, and you're just going to a sports book today, 
trying to whip up a little parlay or grab a bet, grab a favorite to back, you're going to say, wow, the Oilers over the Islanders? For sure, I'll take that. And then you have no idea the Islanders are playing well right now. The Oilers are struggling. But to be honest, guys, I, I look at this game and it's like one of those ones where it's like, man, I think the Oilers could bounce back, but I just don't like the price. You know, so what I would tell anybody out there that is interested in taking Edmonton, um, take the team total, please. Don't take the minus 160. Team total is at plus 100. I really don't think that Edmonton's going to win a game over the next couple days here without scoring four goals. You look at a lot of their wins this season, they score at least four goals. Their over three and a half team total is plus 100. So just a little, little nod for that. But obviously, if you do like the Isles, take that nice plus money because it is a good price. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, we talked about on the show yesterday, Carm, it's an easy way to get around these things. I talked about it with uh, when Prez mentioned something about these team totals and how it's just a good way. Look at uh, look at Detroit yesterday. Perfect example. You know what I mean? They're a team that you can bet against for their team totals. New Jersey closed at 165, I think. And you could just take their team total over three and a half. I think it's just a way to say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, save money, I guess. Save the, the cost of, of, the, of the bet, I guess. And you're taking a look at a team that you're still expecting to win by a lot. And if you like them enough at 165, I think you probably think they're going to score four goals. So that's just my opinion as yeah, far as how I'd play that. No, and I get it. And it's a, you know, and if you look at these, you know, the, these teams played uh, almost near the end of uh, November. And I get it. It's a change of venue. That was in New York. And I took the Islanders in that one. This one is obviously in Edmonton. But uh, uh, Sorokin in goal stood on his on his head in that game. Uh, the Oilers had 50 shots on goal uh, and couldn't get one past Sorokin. And this is what a, a goalie, a good goalie can do for you. They can steal you games. Uh, uh, you know, the the game that we talked about uh, right off the top with, uh, with Carolina. Uh, Shesterkin played extremely well. Uh, you have a goalie, when you have a good signature goalie, one of the top goalies in the NHL, they can steal you games and uh this is the difference come come playoff time is having one of those one of those goalies in net that's why it's so important that's why Koken always talks about um knowing your goalie um uh heading into into your bet and he releases his plays a little bit later it's uh um i i completely i completely get it in the age of information try and get as much as you can uh, as soon as you can Speaking, it was funny, Carm, the other night when uh, Brian Elliott played uh, uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning against Chicago, it didn't end up mattering. But my buddy, he he thought Vasilevsky was playing, so he freaked out when he was like, who is this guy? Why is Brian Elliott playing? 
Uh, and I was like, it doesn't matter, man. And they're playing Chicago. But uh, it is really important to, to take a look at those starting goaltenders. No matter who they're playing against, you want to know who's between the fights. But let's be honest here, guys. A little bit of a drop-off from Vasilevsky to Brian Elliott, I'd say. Probably one of the biggest drop-offs in the league. Uh, but let's get into the Pittsburgh Penguins and Vegas Golden Knights here. Pittsburgh, they've lost seven of their last eight games, uh, Carm. And you take a look at this team, though. If anybody cares about strength or weakness of schedule, at least those wins or those losses, excuse me, have gone against tough opponents. But they're still losing. They're not finding a way to win. And that's something we have to take note of. And you're still getting Vegas at minus 120 with Jack Eichel set to come back. Jonathan Marchesto looks like he'll be in the lineup. It looks like this team is slowly getting healthier, despite there still being a decent amount of guys with a question mark or uh, different things next to their name. They look, you know, like here in this spot at home, like they're a team that I'd want my money on. But you're also going to get a very hungry Pittsburgh Penguins team that is just struggling all around. They can't win high-scoring games. They can't win low-scoring games. When I look at this game here, I want to stay away from the side, but I want to go right on the over here, over six. I mean, I expect goals. I think that we're going to see a lot of creative from Pittsburgh very early in the game. The message for them is going to be get shots on goal a bunch, get the puck deep, and just try and create chances that way. Vegas has lots of skill. They're going to create the create plays by carrying the puck through, getting some of those talented guys back, including Jack Eichel, will boost their power play. And let's be honest here, um, Pittsburgh is a great team. They haven't been playing to their level, but this is a game they'll certainly get up for and uh, want to bounce back again. So I think that I'm going to stay away from the side. I'm a little bit confused by this price here, so I'm just going to stick with the total and, and look for some goals here on the over. But Harm, what do you think? Got a team that's slumping right now against a team that is getting healthier, playing relatively decent hockey, and hey, Vegas is at home as well. Yeah, and they are home, and and that was a good win for them uh, in Colorado. This has been the season, at least thus far, almost at the halfway point of streaks. It is unbelievable. You'll see a team reel off. I think the St. Louis Blues are um, a, a good example of that. Reel off, you know, seven wins in a row, and then they lose eight in a row, and then they win six in a row. It is just streaks, and uh, you know, we somehow feel sometimes that. Uh, um, this team is playing better than their results are. You look at uh, Pittsburgh and and uh, they won seven in a row and now they've lost six of their last seven. And I get, yeah, they, they're playing the Canes, the Islanders, uh, the Devils, uh, the Bruins um, uh, in those games they lost. It is at the end of the day, they still lost the games. And um, this trip out West, it, it, it's not always an easy one. If you're playing, you're playing Vegas, you're playing Colorado, you know, Colorado is going to start to, uh, to round back into form. Vegas getting bodies back into the line. Vegas, the fact that Vegas was winning games with Eichel out of the lineup uh, and a couple other players out of the lineup, and now they're starting to return back to the lineup. Are they swinging back into full form? Who knows? But they were playing some pretty good hockey uh, to start this season, and if they can get back to that, they're going to be a dangerous team. Minus 120 does seem like a fishy line. Andrew, I completely get it. It does seem like a fishy line, but um, I'm literally waiting for Pittsburgh to start winning a couple of games before I can jump back on board. I don't want to jump on a team when they're losing games, even if they're losing them by a low scoreline. So maybe the under is the play, uh, as I think that's what you mentioned, but I would go Vegas Golden Knights here. They're just playing some 
some good hockey. They're three one and one in their last four, and uh, uh, you know the win against the Preds where they came back uh, uh, or, or won that game in OT. Uh, the, the win against Colorado after going down early in that game, I think uh, twenty five seconds in, and they're already down one nil on a McKinnon goal. And they won that uh, game. So uh, for me, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to lay the small number and and uh, take the Vegas Golden Knights uh, in this one. Before I throw it to Brian, I want to mention something because I'll probably mention at the end of the show. Um, I have a five percent play going today in soccer, and uh, these plays are normally thirty five dollars. I just finished doing stoppage time earlier, and we had a deal on there. Uh, you can get seven days of soccer for only for the same price as three days of soccer, uh, which is $49 if you use the code STOP7. So STOP7 will get you seven days of soccer for, for $49 as opposed to buying one play for $35. So I wanted to throw that out there. $14 more, get seven full days of soccer, and there's a lot of action going on. Let's, but let's get back to hockey right now. And Brian, you are a season ticket holder for the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, your buddy, Marco, is a Pittsburgh Penguin fan. Um, are you going to this game tonight? I have yet to be able to see the Pittsburgh Penguins in my five years, six years now that I've been a season ticket holder because Mark always claims that game. So uh, he's be going to that game with Sig, one of our handicappers on the site, uh, the horse racing handicapper. I do want to mention in the last uh, game we talked about, you mentioned the banana in the tailpipe. So I'm going to do this show with my Savannah Bananas hat on. Oh, I love it. I and love it. Uh, if you haven't watched the show on ESPN or seen it, they're sort of like the baseball's uh, Harlem Globetrotters. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they're going to be coming to Vegas next year, and I'm going to make sure I go. But, uh, yeah, speaking of this Pittsburgh-Vegas game, if you take a look at these teams over the last month in actual goals, they've both been terrible. Um, we look at Pittsburgh at minus 0 0.96 and Vegas at minus 0 0.95, so they've both been really bad. But when you take a look at expected goals, obviously both teams are better than the way they've shown. Uh, Pittsburgh is minus 0 0.19 and Vegas plus 0 0.45. So you got over a half a goal over the last month advantage in expected goals for Vegas. And I, I've looked at this the same way as you guys did. That it was sort of somewhat of a fishy line until I started reading about how well Pittsburgh has played in Vegas. They've won the last two games they played here. Um, in fact, I believe they, they won earlier this season in Pittsburgh. So Vegas has had a tough time with Pittsburgh uh, the last couple of years. Um, Tristan Jari didn't make the trip for Pittsburgh, so we're probably going to get Casey DeSmith here. Uh, so that's an advantage for, the, for Vegas. Um, Penguins have lost five straight, and they are coming off that 2-1 defeat in the Winter Classic on Monday. So, th so they've got, obviously, a lot of reason to play well tonight uh, with a losing streak and they're well-rested. So that's usually two reasons for me to play on a team. But Vegas is also in that same situation as they're well-rested. Uh, they've only played two games in the last seven days. i got to be honest with you, when they went to Colorado and won in Colorado, I thought that was a big boost to that team because Colorado's the team that we usually fight it out for in the Western Conference, and they went into that game very shorthanded and won that game. So that's going to be a big boost coming into tonight. Uh, Marsha Shaw, you mentioned Marsha Shaw, Andrew. He was wearing a blue jersey yesterday in practice, so I don't know if he'll be back. But you mentioned Eichel. He will be back. Cotter will be back. So they got two forwards coming back, but they still are missing 
key ingredients in the defenseman. Uh, they were playing the other day with uh, with nine players that were supposed to be starters for our team and did not suit up against Colorado, which made that win even more impressive. Um, I, I kind of agree with both of you. The line is cheap at 120 because I think Pittsburgh's had so, so much success against Vegas. But still, it's a cheap line, especially when you're going against your backup goaltender in Pittsburgh. Um, and we are getting at least two guys back that could score some goals for Vegas tonight. Uh, Vegas still missing a lot of defensive players. I agree with both of you a little bit. I think the over was the first thing I looked at, and I was surprised it was six. Uh, I think that's a good bet. But I also think Vegas laying the 120 is a pretty good bet. So I haven't made my decisions on this game. But that's the way I'm looking. Vegas and the over, maybe Vegas team total over is probably the way to capture both of those in this uh, in this contest. And uh, it'll be a big game for both these teams, especially Pittsburgh, who's on that big losing streak. They need to come out and play well. If they don't, it's going to be a long week or two for Pittsburgh. <laughs> Brian, uh, listen, I agree with you, and I absolutely love that hat. Do you know that I actually went online a couple of weeks ago to find the jersey, and uh, I can actually order the jersey, and I'm going to plan on ordering the jersey, and I think I'll probably wear it on the show during the banana and the tailpipe segment of the show. It would be a great baseball jersey. Uh, I lo absolutely love that logo. Uh, I might have to send one to uh, out east to Andrew as well, too, so he's got uh, – one of those banana and the tailpipe uh, jerseys to wear during the segment. Carm, all these segments, I mean, we're going to have to get like, what are we going to get? Uniforms for our segments? It's and some sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. I, I've already reached cool out to. I've already reached out to Papa John's uh, uh, to have them sponsor the uh, the pizza the pizza play of the day segment so we'll see if uh if they get back to me on that one so yeah segments we'll, we'll see are if good. they come knocking we'll, we'll still we'll keep checking those emails we'll keep refreshing the emails see if they come they come calling <laughs> uh but uh, really good points there from brian great stuff there breaking down that game and especially with the rest and coming off the winter classic um it, we'll see how they respond but uh it's going to be a game i'll want to watch that's for sure guys i'll have my eyes on that one Let's get into our last game of four best bets here. The Boston Bruins, LA Kings. We're going to throw it right back to Brian here to break down this one for us. Boston minus 160, LA plus 135. Total at six. If you want the puck line for either team, plus 155 for the for the Bs at minus one and a half and minus 185 at plus one and a half for the Kings here. Brian, what's your take here in this game? Well, it's a revenge game for Boston. If you remember, the Kings just went up there and beat Boston. Uh, and Boston hasn't lost many times at home this year. We take a look at uh, the last month when we took like expected goals and actual goals. Both teams doing very well, but Boston's somewhat coming back down to earth. Uh, they were killing everybody in the first couple of months of the season. Uh, last month, expected goals plus 0 0.58, still very good, but Los Angeles, 0 0.3, just almost just as good. Uh, actual goals, 0 0.72 for Boston, 0 0.64 for the Kings. So, you take a look at the last month, these teams were pretty competitive. Um, Boston should be pretty rested here. They just played two times in the last seven days because of the Winter Classic. Um, you know, we've talked about how well Boston's played at home this year. They're still 10-5 to five straight up on the road. So they've taken what they have been able to do at home, and they've taken it on the road and been very successful in that regard. Uh, the Kings are in the middle 
of a really nice home streak. 11 of 14 games will be played at home for the Kings. They're in the middle of that right now, so they haven't done a lot of traveling. As I mentioned, they upset Boston in that game earlier in uh, in Boston. Um, the Kings are on a 7-2 run heading into this contest. They're playing very well. They're playing at home. A lot, not much rest. Excuse me, not much travel in that regard. This is a tough game to handicap. My um, my, what I like to take a look at for revenge points to Boston here, but the Kings are very rested at home. They played very well at home. I still like Boston, but I don't know if I want to lay this number. It's a little bit out of my price range here. Uh, what I may do is uh, look to play this game live. Whoever scores the first goal, come back and get a real nice number by playing the opposite team. Because I do expect some goals to be happening in this one. So we'll see how this one goes. But at this point, going into the game, not enough for me to make a decision. It is a tricky one here. And like you mentioned, that is a big price. But uh, I want to mention something, guys. I talked about this with the Oilers earlier in the show. Take a look at the Boston Bruins here. The last several games talk about power play percentages. And uh, against Pittsburgh, 0 for 3. Buffalo, 1 for 5. New Jersey, 0 for 3. Ottawa, 0 for 3. New Jersey, 0 for 1. Uh, Winnipeg, 1 for 4. This is a team that, guys, their power play a lot of times is their bread and butter. That's where they score a lot of goals as well. I mean, 5-on-5 five five team, but we all know they score a lot of goals on the power play, and that can certainly slow a team down. So, And, Carm, you talk about it with streaks. Streaks come everywhere, not just winning games. It comes in the PK. It comes in the PP. It comes everywhere with certain lines executing. And you take a look at this LA Kings team, they're a team that I believe just finds a way to win games. You know, they keep things very close. They don't get blown out in a lot of games. They don't blow out teams in a lot of games. I think just like Brian said, this could be a game, you know, to, to grab them when they're down, get an even better price, or even take a look at the dog here and just say, you know what? I challenge the bees to come in here and execute because the LA Kings are a team that I haven't bet on a lot. I think I've had maybe three or four wagers on them. When I have been on them, I've had success, but they're a team that they just don't win convincingly, which is what's hard for me to bet on them, guys, because every game they play in seems to be very close. But I just wanted to point that out about the power play percentages, Carmen, get your thoughts on that. Yeah, well, you guys have both made good points. You know, the thing about Andrew, when you talk about, like, uh, the, the Kings just finding a way to, to win, it's what they've done uh, at home, um, and and we've got them at a, at a dog year. Listen, there are a lot of good home teams in the Western Conference. The, the Stars are very good at home. Minnesota's very good at home. Um, you know, you look at teams like Colorado, who are uh, notoriously super tough to beat at home. The LA Kings have the second best record at home amongst all teams in the Western Conference this season, uh, and only the Winnipeg Jets are better right now. Who are uh, Winnipeg's fourteen? And six, uh, Kings are picking up a lot of points, 26 points at home thus far. Uh, and, and they did find a way somehow during that brutal road trip that I keep mentioning, calling a brutal road trip, they found a way of going into Boston and beating Boston. So, yeah, it is a revenge spot, but uh, it, revenge, um, it, it doesn't mean it's an automatic win. Um, it is one of those things that sometimes you have a team's number. Who knows? We'll, we'll see tonight. If the Kings can stay out of the box, because you don't want to give the Bruins um, uh, those power play opportunities, uh, and they can play a similar game to what they played in Boston, but at home, uh, I think they can win this game at, at, at plus money. I, I don't think it's a big stretch 
to say that a team with the second best record at home in the Western Conference uh, can't beat the Bruins at home. Uh, I think they can. And you mentioned uh, as good as the Bruins have been at home and almost near flawless, they haven't been uh, as such on, on the road at 10-5. and five. So I'm going to take the dog here. I'm going to take the Kings at home um, uh, at plus money to, to, for the little bit of an upset here uh, and pick up all the points. Hey, well, the Bruins have been a great home team, uh, but they are not at home in this one. And like you said, L.A. has been a very good home team as well. So we'll see if they can get the job done tonight at a great plus money price. Great stuff there, guys. Four games, four good ones uh, with lots of different situations and different scenarios to go over. Uh, now it's time for best bets. Uh, my best bet actually is going to be in a game we talked about. I can't speak on the two of these guys, but I know, Brian, I don't think yours is. So we'll go over to you first for your best bet, of course, what you have going on at wagertalk.com. And guys, remember those specials going on right now. Um, you, I think you buy uh, seven days, you buy 30 days, you get seven days free. You buy 90 days, you get 22 days free. And you buy a whole year, you get 84 days free, including in those packages. So you guys can go to Brian's page, wt.buzz backslash bl, and use those. And uh, Brian does a lot of sports, so it's good to get involved with long-term packages, I would certainly uh, say, and I'm sure you'd agree with that, Brian. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. 15-4 uh, in hockey right now. NBA has been – I don't remember the last time I lost – well, actually, I did remember. There's one loss in the last couple of weeks in the NBA, so NBA has been going really well. Uh, and we're getting to the point now of college. We've got uh, the uh, your conference games in college, and that's where we really took off last year. So good time to bet uh, to come in and get a long-term package. I'm going to go off the board a little bit here. I'm going to take a look at this Colorado-Vancouver game. Two teams struggling right now. Um, if you look at expected goals over the last month, um, the Avalanche are plus 0.38, Canucks minus 7, excuse me, minus 0.72. So Avalanche have been like 1.1 goals per game better in expected goals over the last month here against this Vancouver team. We take a look at actual goals. Colorado minus 0.79, Vancouver minus 0.0, excuse me, 4-0. So Colorado has had no luck this last month. A lot of regression coming for Colorado. And it comes into the fact that they're starting to get some of their players back. And we saw that the last couple of games. Uh, they've got a key player back, and they'll be getting more guys back. So this is the time, to me, that you want to uh, start backing Colorado. Um, and they are playing with revenge. They lost the only previous meeting this, this year against Vancouver. Uh, Colorado comes into this game having lost four straight games, so you know they're going to come out with some fire tonight. They're well-rested. They've only played one game in the new year. Vancouver the same way. Vancouver's only played one, and I expect a, a good effort from Vancouver here because they're just about to go on a five-game road trip, and you would need this game before you're going on your road trip. You don't want to have an extended losing streak after that. So I know we're going to get the best out of both these teams, but the expected numbers show me that over the last month, Colorado has been much better than Vancouver is. Like I said, over one full goal better. And we're really not seeing that when you were looking at this line. Uh, to me, I thought this line was going to be closer to minus 180. We're getting it at minus 155. I'll take that with a veteran team in Vancouver on a four-game, excuse me, veteran team in Colorado on a four-game losing streak, especially knowing that they lost last time they played Vancouver. Certainly a team to, to be buying on at this point, I would say. Um, definitely starting to get back to normal and get healthier as well for them. Um, Carm, I think I know a guy named Matt Joseph that will not be happy about what your best bet is for today. Let's hear about it. 
Uh, you can't please everyone in this business. It's what it is. But uh, and our producer is a monster, monster Philadelphia fan. But I think it's the Eagles and not the uh, Flyers. And he's just yelling in my uh, earpiece right now. Um, listen, I'm, this is probably the smelliest game of the night as Philadelphia takes on the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Philly's like 15th of 16th in the East at home, record-wise. Arizona's like 14th of 16th on the road. Uh, and they kicked it off with two games in Florida, losing by exact scores in Tampa and Florida, 5-3 scores. But this is also an Arizona team, number one, that uh, has beaten some good teams, albeit at home recently. They beat the Leafs, Colorado, and the Kings uh, before hitting the road. Uh and now they, they face a Philadelphia team returning home off a five-game Western road trip. Um, it's, you know me, I love to fade teams off that uh, Western road trip. And it's not tough to fade uh, a Philadelphia team uh, who isn't playing well anyways. But uh, especially if you have to lay money with Philadelphia, no, uh, I'm not going to do it. Give me the plus 125 with Arizona as your uh, show best bet. And let's see if they can beat the Flyers again this season. Already beat them in Arizona by a 5-4 OT scoreline. Uh, like I said, one 5% play up at Wager Talk and some NHL plays loaded after the show. Um, guys, hit that like button, subscribe, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in uh, each and every day. Awesome stuff there. A 5% play up for Carmine. Also a 5% play on the ice for the Prez. So check those guys out both at wagertalk.com. Uh, for me today, guys, my best bet's going to be the over in the Islanders and Oilers game. Um, I'm not sure if we expect uh, this Oilers team to bounce back at home, but I do believe we'll see some goals for them. It's going to be the third game in the West Coast for the Islanders, and their defense just isn't the same as it once was. Um, they're playing a more fast style, which also means they give up goals. Not sure how they'll match up against the Oilers, but I do know they'll score some goals as well. They should be feeling pretty good about themselves after their last game. I expect this six number to maybe have moved to six and a half at some point, but I'm going to go over six Islanders and Oilers. And guys, 2-0 and night for me last night on the ice. Got a big package going today with prop sides and totals. Check it out at wagertalk.com. Quick recap, Carmine, five days into the new year, takes Arizona. At plus 125, that'll probably be the first time anybody on this show makes a best bet on them. Colorado for Brian, and I have the Islanders and Oilers over six. Thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have you checked out all the new handicappers at Wager Talk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all-access purchase at Wager Talk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep, covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose a handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.